Shalom to all. Today we're learning Masechah's Beitza, Perak Beis, Mishnah Vav and Mishnah Zayin. And today's Mishnahs are being learned because of Shalom Zalman who's gossip Marcia to Bechoyetz Chalotzeim. They should be given with Asachat Slachan Siat Dishmaya Good Health Parnasa Beshefa and Kolt of Zela and Beschos Estabas Rachel. She should be zeichet to find Rizivik Hagon Bekar of Mamish. And Mishnah Vav tells us Shlosh Advarim Ram Gamliel Machmir Kediver Beishamai. There are three things that Ram Gamliel must Machmir like Beishamai. Now the chiddush in that is that Ram Gamliel is really a descendant of Hillel, and over here he's going like Beishamai. Now what are those three things? Number one, ain't time one is not allowed to insulate hot food on Yontif so that it should be hot for Shabbos. And this goes according to Beishamai, who holds that by Erev Tavshilin, a person is only allowed to cook on Yontif for Shabbos if his Erev Tavshilin had a cook dish, and he's only allowed to bake on Yontif for Shabbos if his Erev Tavshilin had something baked, and he's only allowed to be taimin, he's only allowed to insulate hot food on Yontif for Shabbos if he was taimin food before Yontif. But Beishel does not require that. The next thing the Rebbe Gamliel is machmer like Beishamai, ve'ein zaykvin is hamenayra beyontif, one is not allowed to, literally this means, stand up a menorah on Yontif. And this refers to a menorah, a candelabra, that's made up of multiple pieces that have to be put together. And if the menorah came apart on Yontif, Beishamai says he's not allowed to put it back together because yesh binyan bekelim, there's an isser of baina, of building, even when we're dealing just with kalim. And lastly, Rabbi Gamliel was machmir, that ve'ein oifen piten gritzen el rikikin. On Yontif, one is not allowed to bake piten gritzen, he's only allowed to bake rikikin. And piten gritzen either means a large loaf of bread, or it means making a large dough. He would just have to make rikikin, small loaves of bread, or small doughs. And that's because if he makes them large, that's too much tircha. And Amr Abad Gamaliel, Rabbi Gamaliel says, Mimain shall base Abba, in all the days of my father's house, loy ha yuaifin pitin gritzin, they would not bake these pitin gritzin, el rikikin, they would only bake it as rikikin. So Amr the Cham told him, ma nasal base avicha, what should we do for your father's house? Shahayu machmirin al atzman, they were machmir on themselves, but a makil and l'chal Yisrael, they were makel for everyone else in Am Yisrael, lias oifin pitin gritzin, and they allowed them to bake these pitin gritzin, vachayri, and they were also allowed to make chayri, which is like a large dough that it's baked on coals, and it's a lot of tircha, a lot of work to do that, but still, they permitted everyone. And all these, we do not paskin like Ramah Gamliel, who's machmer like Beishamai. And moving on to Mishnah Zion, now we have the flip side. The Mishnah tells us, Afhu Amar Shloshet Varm Lahakel. Ramah Gamliel also taught three things to the Kula side, not like the Chachamim who are machmer. Number one, Mechabdin Bein Amitais, one is allowed to sweep among the beds. Now, it's not referring to the bed that a person sleeps on. Back in the day, by their sudas, each person used to sit or recline on their own bed. It was like a couch bed, and they were brought their own individual table. So Gamaliel allows sweeping around this bed area. Now let's remember that back in the day, their floors were made out of dirt. So there's always a lot of dust and crumbs would get all over them and the dirt would get dirty. That sounds funny, but that's what happened. Now it's us to sweep on Shabbos and Yontif because maybe he's going to mash the gumais. He's going to smooth out holes that are in this dirt and that would be usser. Where Gamaliel is being makelin over here is that around the area of the beds, a person is allowed to sweep because it's such a small area, we don't have to be chayshish that there's gumais, that there are holes in that area that he's going to end up smoothing out, and he wants it to be clean and to be able to tamp down the dust in the place where he's going to be eating his meal. Now the Chum argue with this, because they hold no sweeping on Shabbos and Yantif, period. Another cool that Gamaliel had, one is allowed to make mugmar on Yantif. What's mugmar? So at the end of their meals, often they would take incense and put it on coals and have this nice aroma waft throughout the area of their meal. And this is beneficial for them after eating. And Rabbi Gamliel allows this to be done on Yontif because it's considered like Eichel Nefesh, even though he's not eating it, it's beneficial for him after eating the meal. So according to Rabbi Gamliel, this is allowed. However, the Chum do not allow this because this is not a Dabar Shavu Chal Nefesh. Not everybody needs this mugmar. Only very finicky people need it. So therefore, it's not allowed to be done on Yontif. And lastly, Rabbi Gamliel allows one to make a Gedim on the night of Pesach. Now, Gedim is the way that they used to roast the carbon Pesach. They would take out the insides and place it on the same spit 
as the animal itself, and then they would completely roast it over fire. And Rabbi Gamliel allows this even after the base of Mikdash was destroyed. However, Chum Eisr and the Chum Asr, all these cases, as we had explained in the previous two, and the reason why they Asr this case as well, is because it looks like he's bringing the carbon Pesach, and people are going to think that he's bringing a carbon when we don't have a base of Mikdash, which is obviously a problem. So that's why they Asr this as well. In all these scenarios, just like in the previous Mishnah, we do not paskin like Rabbi Gamliel. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Chas and Tess. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.